Welcome back to another episode of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. This is our Digital Nomad Digest segment with myself, Nicole, and your co-host, Cammie. This podcast is the place to be to start creating a lifestyle that you absolutely love from business, travel, entrepreneurship, money, and everything in between. We talk all of the topics. So in today's Digital Nomad Digest episode, myself and Cammie are going to talk about a part of our lives, something that I have to deal with usually every few weeks as something that Cammie is having to deal with leaving Greece, and that is packing clothes all of the shit that we have. So if you have, I've actually got a lot of questions about how do you pack? What do you bring with you? And I don't have it down. I don't know if I will ever have it down completely, but I have kind of brought it into a science. So we're going to be talking about that today. But Cami, why don't you start by telling us why you are needing to pack and what that packing journey is looking like for you? Very stressful. Oh my God. So yeah, like this is one of the parts of this lifestyle that I hate the most, for sure, putting everything in the back and then carrying it and then transporting it. It's so, like for me, it's so stressful. And um, yeah, so basically right now at this point, I've been in Greece for one year and in one year you accumulate quite a lot of shit let's just say like you accumulate some good stuff but at the same time you also accumulate some shit you know that you really don't need and that you know it's nice to have but it's not really an essential and then if you have to boil it down to if you really need it or if it's like an important item in your life it normally is not but I personally have a very hard time letting go of things even if they are not things that I use a lot um, I have time, a, a difficult time, like I have really, really hard time letting go of things, especially because of what we were talking before, because I eventually will let go of something and then two years later, or one year later, I'll be like, oh, like I really miss that jacket or something like that. Sometimes that doesn't happen and sometimes you can find something similar and then you can buy something similar or whatever. But yeah, I don't know, I didn't, up, up to this day, I remember specific clothes that I let go of that I really really miss <laughs> but at that time it didn't fit me didn't fit my lifestyle didn't fit my style like my personal style so yeah so I am moving out of Greece after staying here for one year I'm moving out in on Thursday so today's Tuesday so in two days I'll be moving out and it's been quite emotional for me it's been really really I've been crying the entire day while packing because just really weird you know having this place that once was my home and now leaving it and just really weird especially because right now I'm going into a very big unknown and I just just living one day at a time not really knowing um where life and the universe will lead me so yeah so now I'm having to pack everything and donate a lot of things give them to my friends letting go of other stuff and or selling some to like um secondhand shops vintage shops which is also a good tip as well but yeah, it's just really stressful and frustrating. And I wish I could have a tip or a mindset to make it seem more fun. Maybe thinking like, oh, I'm packing for my new adventure. But yeah, I don't know. Also, at the same time, allowing it to be 
really annoying. And yeah, I just found myself in this situation of the, all of my clothes won't fit in this luggage. So I'm going to just open a new luggage or just pay. I don't care. But then opening the new luggage and realizing, okay, it's still not fitting. So I will probably have to like take everything out of my bag, reevaluate everything like Mary Kondo style. I don't know if you've ever heard, read this book. And then just keeping the stuff that I really, really love. And I wasn't ready for that. Like, that's not what I was thinking that I was going to do. I thought that I was just put, I was just going to put everything in a bag and then fly out with all of my stuff. And this apparently is not going to happen. So it's making me really frustrated and stressed, especially because it's in like one and a half days that I'm flying. So, um, yeah, it's just not the best. It's giving me a lot of anxiety if I can be really honest with you. <laughs> I totally feel that. And like, I know that stress and I think any digital nomad ah, female understands. Okay. So I have so many things to say on that topic, but first of all, like I look at my partner who's a guy and he has one backpack and it's not even like the 40 liter. It's like a Nike gym bag and you can like put it on your back or you can like hold it as a gym bag. And he actually has a lot of clothes. He has I don't know, like 10 or 12 shirts and then some shorts and like some sweatpants, which I always wear because um, I don't have room for any, but like he fits a lot in that backpack. But what I have found is the difference is that I have a few more clothes on him. Like I honestly don't have too, too many clothes, but the difference is that I have so many other things. Like I have this ring light, which takes up room. I have my podcast mic. I have like all of my cables. I have my face wash and I have my makeup. And then I, you know, like I feel like all women, like I have like the emergency medical kit. I have like the Advil and the medicine and like the tape and like all the stuff that I'm like, oh, I'm going to need this at some point. So it's kind of just like, sometimes I look at my bag and I'm like, I don't have that many clothes. But it's just all the other things. And then I have scissors and then I have the wine opener and I'm the only one out of the both of us that checks a bag. So like that also costs me money. But I do find that's important because, for example, I want to bring the scissors and the wine opener. And I also have like a cuticle nail clipper. So important because I'm getting hangnails all the time. I can't pack any of those things in a carry-on luggage. And then also, and this is, you know, we figured this out over the years, when we buy shampoo, conditioner. We don't always want to buy like the tiny travel size, but sometimes we'll have a whole big thing of shampoo that we don't want to get rid of. Or I have smoothies a lot. So sometimes I'll buy honey for my smoothies or I don't know, something that's like liquid, whatever for the kitchen. And I want to bring that with me because I know I'll use it in the next place. I don't want to buy it twice for no reason. But again, that, so a lot of things I find have to go in your checked bag, which I used to have a carry-on suitcase, which was like a really great suitcase. I got it from China. Um, and then I had my checked bag and then I had a backpack. And thankfully I have my partner who could help me carry it, but that was a lot just for me if I ever had to carry. Like I have a backpack, I have my like little tiny purse, and then I have two suitcases. That was a lot. So I downsized when I went home like six months ago, eight months ago now. I left the carry-on at home and that was a big deal for me. And then another thing, I always had just like really crappy suitcases. I always just bought cheap ones. They were like $100, whatever, because in a lot of the countries we were in, like I bought one in Romania. 
And I couldn't find quality suitcases in Romania. And I can't really order these things online. They don't have Amazon. I don't know like the best stores to order them. So I always just ended up buying like the cheaper crappy ones and they would break. I think my Romania one actually lasted me like 10 months, which was pretty good, but it broke. And I find a lot of the time it breaks because the airport, they're not gentle with them. And so like the wheels break off, which is a whole nother story. I actually just recently invested, we're in Paraguay and like a month ago, we were in the mall and we found this really nice suitcase store. It's the same company that makes Swiss army knives. So like, I'm like, this is a good company, a quality company. It was not cheap. Um, and I was like, this is a lot of money. Like, should I buy this? And my partner was like, this is your car. Like, we don't own a car, but like, this is your vehicle. And I was like, you know what? That's a very interesting thought. So because of that, I was like, yes, I do need this. There's a warranty on it. And I had to check the warranty too. And I think that's also important. It has like a one-year warranty and then a 10-year warranty after that one year, but 10 years, it's kind of if somebody else breaks it or I, I don't know, it's like different after one year. But still, I was like, I need this 10-year warranty because my suitcases break so often because we're always in airports. We're always, you know, like when you're carrying your suitcase down the road, if it's a dirt road, you never know where you're going to be. So there's there's a lot of things that go into this, which I have realized over the years of living this lifestyle. But now just having one suitcase, one backpack, and that's it. It's so much easier for me. And the suitcase is very good quality. So it rolls very easily, which I find is important because then I just have one and it's very heavy, but it rolls very easily. So it doesn't feel that heavy. Yeah. Currently, or like when I started, I had the same as you. I had one um, like 23 kilo bag, um, one carry on and one backpack as well. And I was by myself. So it was really heavy. At some point when I left, um, when I was in... I think when I got to Greece, I had the big one, a duffel bag on top of it, a carry-on, and my backpack. And oh, sorry, that was when I was packing really badly in the UK. So I was traveling with like trains and everything. And it was really, really, really hard to carry all of that by myself. But I found that even in the UK, there were some helpful people that would see like a tiny girl with like four pieces of luggage. Oh no, and I, I carry my yoga mat with me as well. So I also had that <laughs> with me. No, yeah, so I do not it, know how you did this alone. I, me neither. But yeah, like eventually I did. Um, but I think that the difference between me and you is that we, you move around way more often than I do. If I am moving around, like when I was living in Greece, I did go to the UK, I did go to Portugal and things like, and Paris and um, Iceland and everything. And then but like I would still have my base here and then take just a carry-on and a and a backpack and then, you know, just figure out my stuff from there. So if I would move around, I would move around with like a really small part of my things because Greece was my base for one entire year. So um, that really fit me um, in this period. However, right now in which I'm going to like jump around at least three countries in the next or yeah like three countries in the next two months it's a lot you know so I don't know like I'm gonna have to think about what I'm gonna do but I think that one thing that I wanted to say with for anyone who's listening that I don't know if you if you did that but 
whenever uh because you were talking about investing in a luggage so recently i had to buy a new one because last year when i got to athens i honestly like i want i want to show you this photo i'll send you this photo if you want to put it like on instagram or something um but basically when i received my luggage from the uk to athens so it was on the belt like it was a checked bag so i received my luggage was open in half like the zipper exploded so half of so the so like half of the luggage was closed like in this beginning part and then the other entire like two-thirds of the luggage was open if something fell which i think i it did i don't know and people were like oh my god why didn't you talk to the airline or something like that but i'm fully aware that that was my responsibility because while i was closing the luggage i felt the zipper like i heard the zipper kind of like stretch overly stretching so i knew that i couldn't get on an airplane with that bag again i couldn't check that bag again because the same thing would have happened however uh, so i had to buy a new one and my boyfriend recently he also had to buy a new um one and he bought like a really really shitty one it lasted one flight and then it broke because of the airplane and the airline However, if you notice it before you leave, you can complain and then either you will get um, a reimbursement of the exact money that you spent if you have like the receipt or they will give you a new bag on the spot. So that happened to him. I don't know, like he was having really bad luck because he changed like he this bag broke and then he got a new one. And then so he got a reimbursement for that bag. He got a new one. That other bag broke. So, and then the airline gave him two different bags, like one small and one big. So please know that like, if you check your bag before leaving secure, like before leaving the airplane, if they break your bag, they are obligated to uh, pay for either reimburse your, the one that they, that they broke with money or with an actual bag. And normally they're not really bad, you know, like the ones that they give you. So the one that I bought, I was like, you know what? Cause here in Greece, I don't have access, especially like in Crete, you know, I'm in mean, an island. I don't have access to good luggage. So either I pay like 100 euros in a normal one or I pay 50 in like a shitty one. So I decided to just pay 50 in a shitty one. And then when I'm in Lisbon or in Paris, I'll have access to more um, high quality ones and then I can invest in one. But I already broke, <laughs> it already broke, like, the zipper, the inside zipper already broke, like, literally today, like, I bought it three days ago, so, but at the same time, I'm like, if they break it, I know that I can just complain, and they have to give me my money, um, however, it has to be before you leave, because my mom, they broke uh, her bag, and she only noticed it when she got to the Airbnb, and then she called it, and then it was over already, because they they will say like ah you broke it in the way from the airport to the and then you're t saying that it's us but it wasn't the case like she really it really like they really broke it but it was over already and she had like insurance and everything but if you say it after you leave the airport then it's useless so you really have to take your bag from the belt check it and then if there's something like just go and complain Maybe it will be annoying and it will take some time, but they have to give you some kind of compensation. So that's an important tip that I have for bags. Um, mm, which I don't did not know that. Packing. That's really good to know. And I know while you're while you were speaking about that, I was thinking I put I put like so many things on my credit card because I always want the points. But 
I thankfully put the suitcase that I bought on my credit card. So that really, I don't know what the protection is with that, but I feel like it just gives me some sort of peace of mind to have it on a good credit card. Um, But I do really like the warranty. So I would love to chat about what we have learned through our packing. And I know you, and it's interesting because you have packed for more short term, like you have a home base, you go to Europe for the weekend, like Paris, London, whatever for the weekend or for a month. Whereas I literally live out of my suitcase. So I think it would be interesting to kind of share what our packing looks like if we have like a certain style, a certain way to go about it. And for me, I know that I leave a lot of clothes behind and there's definitely like a reason why to that, but there's so many negatives to that I find as well. Like I was just telling you off of air, I actually spent yesterday and the day before in a mall. We were kind of like dealing with a few other situations. So we were out of the house. We were at the mall a lot. And I just, Zara was having like a crazy sale. You know how they have like the, everything is like red on sale. And so I went back into Zara like 5 million times and I wanted H&M, but they don't have H&M in this country. And um, I was just like, I need to buy more clothes because I feel like I have nothing. And I do have clothes. I don't have many clothes, I will say, but it's difficult because even though my clothes, I always try to buy neutral clothes, but they don't always necessarily look good together. And I don't have any jeans, which sometimes bothers me. I would love to have jeans, but they're so bulky and they take up so much space that it's just kind of not worth it for me. So all I have, I think I just bought a third pair of pants, but I have like three pairs of pants now. And one of them is just black flowy pants. And I kind of just have to use that with every outfit, which it's baggy. So sometimes if it's a baggy shirt, it doesn't really look great, but I don't know. I find styling can be a little bit difficult sometimes because I only have so much room. I have to fit other things other than clothes in my bag as well. And like I was saying, you know, sometimes I just get rid of something and two years later, I'm like, I wish I had that shirt. I was just thinking about that yesterday. Like, I wish I still had this shirt, but that shirt's long gone. Yeah, I, so when I was in Bali in 2019, I was traveling for five months with only a backpack. Um, no, I think I, it was a backpack, my yoga mat. My yoga mat is always with me. It's like my baby. So I already know that it's my baby. I take it with me on, in the plane. I make sure to put it like on top of all of the bags. I hate when people either step on my, like my yoga mat is like a precious thing. I hate when people step on it. I hate when people um, kind of like mush it together. I, 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 I take really good care of my mat. I've had it for since 2019. So almost four years now. Um, anyways, so I w- but I was traveling with a backpack, like a big backpack and a carry-on and my yoga mat. And what I think that the the big challenge is when you are traveling for, with the within the same weather, it's different from when you're traveling to two different weathers. And I think for me, when I left for Portugal in 2021, I was like, I have to pack for both weathers because I know that it's going to start becoming winter but I know that at some point it's going to be summer and then at some point it's going to be winter again and um, recently I went to Iceland so I had to buy a lot of um, winter clothes you know so heavy jackets things like that and I don't want to throw them away or give them because they are things that are really expensive and if I go to another place that is um, really cold and 
like snowy or whatever they will be really useful so it's just useless like i have a, a nug you know like a, the big booty the boot the booty <laughs> the the boots of like the ugg boots they are really expensive like i'm not gonna throw them away i'm not you know so i think that um it's a there are a lot of different ways to do it i know that some people they ship clothes um earlier to the place that they're going which is very smart some people ship clothes back to their home countries through like their parents house or something like that which is also very smart should have done that didn't do it so whatever um i know that a lot of digital nomads they travel with like a minimalist capsule wardrobe so they put they they buy like key um item pieces and then they make sure that all of their entire wardrobe fits together with one another and everything which i think it's a great idea but honestly i can't be bothered to like spend i don't know how many weeks thinking about my wardrobe like cleaning it out and then doing it all over again and um i think that there are a lot of different ways to do it I personally, I really like clothes and I like expressing myself through clothes and through fashion. I really, it frustrates me that I can't um, have that much stuff. <laughs> that sounds so privileged, <laughs> but it, it really frustrates me that like I have to give away some stuff, you know, these things, some things have sentimental value to me, even if it is a piece of clothing, you know. And that is one of the reasons why in my digital nomad rich life, quote unquote, I'd rather have a base and then travel for some weeks or a month than um, just not, you know, and having to travel with like a small amount of stuff. It just, I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's still something that I'm trying to free, to figure it, to figure out, but I know that there are a lot of people doing it in a lot of different ways. Still fine. Yeah, I think I'm also still like always trying to figure it out, but I would say I have more of a capsule wardrobe, whereas I, when I left China like two years ago, I had, you know, clothes of every color and variety. And now, I mean, you see what I wear and it's basically black or white. Like maybe sometimes there's not really gray, but maybe there's like another color thrown in there, but it's usually black and I like black. So I'm okay with that. But sometimes I will say like, I do feel like sometimes it gets a little boring and I'm like, oh, I wish I had some color and some fun, but I have like one orange dress, which I've literally never worn, but I have it. So <laughs> it's like a pop of color. Um, so I would say, yeah, I'm probably more on the capsule wardrobe, but another aspect I was thinking about, which is interesting when you were talking about your yoga mat I and my partner, both of us, because we love this lifestyle and we know that we want to continue living this lifestyle for an, a long amount of time, quite honestly. I love, I've always been a minimalist. I love not having a lot of things. If I have too many things and I've always been like this, I start to feel very like overwhelmed and I'm like, where is everything? Like I can't find it. And it just becomes too much for me. Whereas my partner's kind of the opposite. Like if he could, he would have so many things and just not even know where they are. But I just like having as little things as possible. So for me, I actually like living out of a suitcase and, you know, there are pros and cons to it and I have to make certain things work. But 
One thing that we found is that we want to get everything compactable. Compactable, is that a word? Compact? I don't know. So when I was in China, I actually got rid of my yoga mat, but I did have a yoga mat for a little bit and it was a folding yoga mat and it was just mm. like, it would fold into like squares on top of each other. And I traveled with that for a little bit because it didn't take up a lot of room. Um, although I didn't really use it that much, so I got rid of it. But I found that was interesting. We also have, you know, the travel towels. We actually only have one. So if the Airbnb doesn't have towels, and it's like this big. It's like the size of like three of my hands. <laughs> we need to get a bigger one whenever we're in like an Amazon country. But um, yeah, so we only have that one towel. And then I'm actually, I've been on the hunt for a while, but I think I need, again, Amazon, a compact water bottle because I always want to bring a bottle with me because I want to stay hydrated and that can be really difficult like when you're on a day out to find water and buy it every time but it was easier if you just have a bottle and you can refill it but I can't just carry a water bottle around with me like that's too much of a hassle so I found some like very they they fold very small but I need to actually buy them maybe whenever we go back to Canada or Mexico or Brazil or somewhere that has Amazon but yeah so it's kind of interesting because now we just look for everything. Like if it, there can be a compact version, that's the version that we want. <laughs> it's so interesting because um, I think it, it's so interesting talking to you because we are so like we live a similar lifestyle, like the basis of it, it's similar, but we're so different. And I think that it's really interesting because I have a one liter um water bottle that I bought because I like I'm obsessed with water bottles and I'm obsessed with having one that it's one liter so I know that I'm reaching like at least two liters three liters of water per day so I'm really like controlling with my water um, like I know exactly how much ha how much water I, I'm drinking out of this so I know that I'm hitting my like water goals and everything and I wouldn't change that for like I will carry it with me and it's heavy as fuck and it occupy so much space in my backpack but I'll still carry it because I know that for me it makes so much sense because as soon as I pass security either I ask the airline uh, like someone in the airplane to fill it up for me and they normally do accept if it's like Ryanair is a jet or something like that normally they will fill it up for you or I find a water fountain and then I fill it up and I'm always having it like with me during my day to day and everything and my yoga mat is the same uh because like I, I was a yoga teacher and movement is just a part of my life that is super super important so I'll move my body almost every day and my yoga I feel like it's so interesting because in the beginning of my travels, when I was moving around a lot, whenever I stepped on my yoga mat, I felt this sense of belonging again. I felt like I was home. The smell of it, it has like a really strong rubber smell, took me back to my yoga teacher training in Bali. And it's like a very amazing time for me. It was a very amazing time for me. So whenever I was on my yoga mat, I felt like I was myself again and I could took I could take that that home with me wherever I went. So for me, it's like a little bit because it traveled with me everywhere. You know, it was in Bali with me. It was in Singapore. It was in Thailand. It was in uh, Brazil. It was in Portugal. It was in the UK. It was in Greece. It was everywhere with me. You know, and it's like when I look down and I see that color and that piece of of fabric, like that material, the rubber. It's like 
everything else disappears you know it's like no matter what i'm still here you're here with me so i would never never let go of my yoga mat ever because it's not just a yoga mat for me you know it's more than that and what it represents is way more and what it brings me is way more and like it allows me to move it allows me to just feel like myself you know feel like there's a part of me that's here in the world and i think that that is really really important when you're packing when you're choosing this lifestyle you should understand what are your priorities what are the things that you value and i think we talk about that a lot so for you, you prefer, like, it's more important for you to have the freedom of mobility than to carry, like, a yoga mat with you. For me, it's more important to have the sensation and whatever I just expressed than to have the mobility. Like, I don't really care because, again, I don't move around as much as you with all of my stuff. If I did, maybe I would be, like, at some point I'll go, you know, just I don't care anymore like I'm just gonna have three pieces of clothes and I don't care anymore uh but I think it's and I also think it's interesting like when you really kind of uh take a step back how attached humans can be to material stuff and how meaningful they can be to specific people because in the end like if you really 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 boil it down like I don't need the clothes that I'm having and like all of the weight that I'm carrying with me it's just that I don't want to leave them (laughs) I want yeah and I I think that's like very interesting too because for my partner and I I think for a lot of nomads too and we all do this in different ways but for my partner and I what I really love about this lifestyle for us is that, you know, anything that doesn't fit inside my suitcase, I can't bring with me. So I know I can't do a lot of shopping. I can't, you know, overbuy groceries because I'm not going to bring with me, bring them with me to the next place unless it's just down the road. But it really makes us value the experiences that we do more. And we want to spend more of our money, our time, our focus on experiences together, doing things in new countries. That's why we're living this nomadic lifestyle over having the things. Whereas I know when I lived in China and oh my gosh, China is like its own beast, but like Taobao is kind of their Amazon, but it's like Amazon on steroids and like clothes, like $3, $5. It's so, so inexpensive. It's crazy. Cause all the Amazon clothes just come from there. Um, and like the, all the Sheen clothes also Sheen, Shine, however you say it, those are mm-hmm. all just on Taobao. So very easy to buy anything. And I, I'm not alone when I say, I think like all the women in China, (laughs) all the foreign women, we would, you know, be like, okay, so today I've only bought three things on Taobao. Like I can buy one or two more things because they're so inexpensive, but it does add up. And then by the time I left China, I just had an apartment like full of clothes. And yes, I wore a lot of them, but it's like, do I really need that many clothes? No, like full of kitchen appliances, full of all of these things that I had to get rid of a lot of them. And actually, when we left China, I had this ginormous suitcase. Like, think of the biggest, what is it, like 34-inch suitcase? Like, the biggest, it was this horrible green color. It was my parents (laughs) that I took during COVID and then, like, never went back, so couldn't give back to them. But it was this huge green suitcase. And it was like, I couldn't even lift it up. Eddie could hardly lift it up. Like, it was huge. And then I realized on our first flight... I can't even use this suitcase because I have to pay so much because it's so overweight, like every single flight. And, and then I realized, okay, I need to get rid of the suitcase and downsize. But it really made me realize that like whatever doesn't fit in my suitcase doesn't matter because 
what we really want to, why we're living this nomadic lifestyle is to spend money on the experiences and the amazing things, not the stuff that we have to bring with us. I agree with you on that as well. I think that it brings you back into another type of perspective and other priorities as well. Um, for sure, in the past year, I bought way less clothes and way less stuff than what I would have bought if I actually lived here or if I was living somewhere else. And because I can't fit it on my suitcase and I was like, it won't fit, it won't fit. Now it really is not fitting. And I didn't even think that I had that much stuff. And I even gave like a lot away already. But I guess, yeah, anyways. Um, but I I totally agree with you. And I think that sometimes when you are living like in the same place, in the same country and doing the same things, it's easy to look at stuff and think that they are going to bring you some kind of... Um, happiness or joy and sometimes they do bring you like like for example the yoga mat that i just told you about like i don't think that 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 thing like i'm not this buddhist zen person like oh my god just get rid of all of your belongings and like meditate somewhere i do think that clo that, that stuff brings you um benefits and they bring you things you know of course because we live in a material world but i also think that this lifestyle brings you a little bit more of discernment to understand what are the things that really bring you joy and what are the things that are like meh you know i can easily live without this um it reminds me a lot of this book that was really famous a couple of years ago the life magic um like the life life the changing magic or the life changing magic of, of the tidying. life changing magic of tidying up yeah of yeah of by mary kondo and i loved that book when i read it and it makes me want to do that to my suitcase you know like i think i'm gonna when we finish this recording i'm gonna go back and hold each item and say like does this bring me joy um, and then just let go of the things that don't. I know that um, throughout my time here, I actually lost weight. So a lot of my shorts are like oversized and I, I'm just taking them because I don't have any other option. But I'd rather just not take... Because like they're oversized, like ugly oversized, you know, like to the point that I look like I took my father's... <laughs> um, shorts and I'm wearing it and it looks really unflattering. And I'd rather just leave them here and then buy new ones that actually bring me joy and that actually fit me and then I'll actually wear. Because I know that I'm taking them to porch. Like, I was thinking about that, like, I looked at my suitcase. I was like, I'm not going to wear them. Like, why are you even taking them with you? Because I know that you get there, you put them on, you're going to be, oh, I really don't like this. And either you're going to wear it because you don't have anything else or you're not. Just <laughs> You're just not going to wear it. Just leave it, you know, already. So... Oh, but I hate it. I, you know, I hate letting go of things. What is your tip for someone who has to either pack or they're like tidying up their life so they can really go on their, on this digital nomad journey and they have to start letting go of things? Well, I think in your situation, it's interesting because for me, I see that as like such a great opportunity for me. I But I also from, come from the perspective of I love getting rid of things. Like if I, And that's why sometimes I get rid of too many things um, because I'm like, I love being a minimalist. Like I don't want to have anything. Um, so sometimes that could like bite me in the ass. But in your situation, I think it's like for me, it sounds so exciting because 
if I have something like the shorts that I'm like, I just know I'm not going to wear these. Or if I do wear them, I'm not going to feel comfortable in them. I would get rid of them. And then for me, that's okay to go shopping. Like yesterday and the day before when I was shopping, I was like, I am like, if I spend like hundreds of dollars, like I'm not going to beat myself up. If I spend all day shopping, I, I don't care because I haven't shopped in like six months, you know, and I don't particularly enjoy shopping either. So I think that's part of it, but I just give myself permission to spend as much as I want and spend all day. It doesn't matter because it's something that happens so rarely and it's out of necessity. When I shop now, it's out of a necessity of, I actually don't have enough clothes that I enjoy that I want to wear. Cause I can see when I open my suitcase and take everything out, I can see in one glance, I don't need to hang everything up. Like I know what I have and I know that it just isn't working for me. So For me, I think that's like a very exciting opportunity for you to give yourself permission to just get rid of as much as you don't want and then go and buy one or two good quality, maybe expensive pair of shorts that you're going to love and not care about the price and not care about like how long it takes you to find these shorts. But then knowing that that's not something that you're going to do every week or every month. And that's how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah, and I have so much stuff that that I <laughs> had from my Bali barefoot in Bangkok hippie days that really don't fit my style anymore. And I just wear them because I have them. But when I put them on, I feel like I'm not myself. And I feel like since being here in um, Greece, in in Crete, my style has been changing and I've been trying to understand what it is now. And I still am figuring out, like I have a little bit more of an understanding of what it is. And I have so many items in my closet that don't reflect that. (laughs) So I really, but at the same time, I really, I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to throw this away. You know, I, I, I want, I don't know. It's really, but yeah, maybe I should do that. Like now you're giving me um, a little more excitement about that than to be attached to it. Ugh. Yeah, I I don't know. I personally love not being attached to things. Like if I, it, it, it sounds like you know that it's not something that you're going to enjoy wearing or enjoy lugging with you to the airport and then into another country. Like for me, as few things as I can carry I see that as that's amazing and I only want to carry the things that I actually want to wear which can sometimes be difficult because you're like this dress is really cute I'm gonna wear it sometime and then you're like but I'm really not um but also for me and and maybe we can just end on this note is I leave things so like when we're at a hotel or an Airbnb if I am not bringing something I leave it and for me I look at that as okay because I'm not throwing it in the garbage. I mean, I guess the cleaner in the hotel or the Airbnb host can throw it out if they want, but there's nothing wrong with it. So I just kind of assume that they're going to keep it. They're going to give it to, you know, their daughter or their cousin or who or keep it for themselves. So I see it as and I hope it's going and getting a second life somewhere else, which for me is a win. Like if I can if I'm not going to mm-hmm. wear it and someone else can, then that's awesome. If I'm not going to wear it and it goes in the trash, then that's not so awesome. But that's kind of how I view it too. And that helps me to get rid of some things. Yeah, on that note, I actually have some tips. So 
um what i did when i left brazil i like cleaned my closet as well and i sold it uh, i tried to sell all of my stuff to this like secondhand um shop and it's not that much money that i got from it but still it's some money and now i also did the same so i found a place here in crete that you sell you can sell them there's like you can give them your stuff and then you get 40 percent of the price of the piece when it when they sell it and then you have to collect the money back so i just have a friend that stays here so i'm gonna ask her to go back like monthly and then transfer me the money um so that's something that uh really worked for me and the rest I'm going to give it to my friends here that are going to that are staying long long term. So that's something that I also think it's interesting. Like either looking for a secondhand shop that will buy your stuff, um, you won't make like amount a huge amount of money, but you can make some money from it. And or finding friends that still want it, or like you said, giving them you know like even clo- um, um, food. You know, I have a lot of food that I'm not going to eat. So tomorrow I have two of my friends coming. I'm going to lay everything down out for them, like all of my clothes, all of my uh, toiletry stuff and food and things like that. I'm going to say, take whatever you want. And if and they are going to give it, re-give it to their friends that they also know that are living here. So, yeah, I think that it's, that's really important because I don't want to just ignore the existence, except if something that's like, really destroyed you know like i have some workout shoes that are really they should go to the trash like i wouldn't feel comfortable giving them to my friends and being like here (laughs) who are this um so i think that that is a really cool thing to think about to kind of you know give it a second life or a third life or something that's really really good really important yeah yeah, I totally agree. Well, I think that's a great place to end the episode off on. I, I hope that I think we shared so many different tips and perspectives and things you can do, maybe things that you maybe don't align with you that you don't want to do. So I think that this this is an episode where I honestly, we probably should have done sooner because I get a lot of requests of women coming into my DMs and messaging me saying like, how do you pack? What does that look like? And I remember when I, before I started on this nomadic journey, I had the same questions. I would be messaging other nomads on Instagram being like, how do you pack? Like, what does that look like? So I think like a longer form piece of content in this topic is definitely needed. So thank you, Cami. This has been the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. This is our Digital Nomad Digest segment. If anything from this episode stuck out to you, I would really appreciate if you share this podcast on your socials. And of course, be sure to tag myself and Cami. Our links are below. As always, thank you for joining us on this nomadic learning journey, and we will see you next Friday.